with another banger of an episode. Uh, I've talked about it here before. I enjoy uh, doing these episodes uh, because I get to know my guests that are coming on a little bit more uh, uh, deeper. Uh, so uh, this is one of those fitness journey uh, episodes and I find it fascinating and it's super uh, cool for me to get to know these people on a deeper level. Uh, so my guest this week is Lorena Garcia. Garcia, thank you for coming on. <laughs> I really, Lorena Garcia. Yes. Thank you for coming on. I really do appreciate it. Hey, I appreciate you having me. Um, um, yeah, it's it's Lorena Garcia. <laughs> yes. Um, but you can call me Lore. I go by Lore. So you can definitely call me Lore. Um, so I've known you for a little bit. You know, yeah. I've known you for, 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 for a little bit. You're, uh, you're friends with my, with my wife. And you guys were both in mm -hmm. the military at, at, uh, at one point in time. Uh, you're out yeah. of the military for, for quite a while, right? I still am. You still are? Um, okay. Yeah, I, 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 um, I didn't re-enlist after. So I did the eight years, or pardon, the six years, and mm -hmm. then I moved to California. Yeah. Did I just was kind of like on a one-year contract, if you will. Yeah. And then when it was time to re-enlist, I said, "No, nah, I'm done. I'm, I'm done." It was yeah. time. It was, it was time, time for, for you, me yeah. to move on to other things. To yeah. other things. All right. But yeah, we, we, yeah. We've, we've, you know, exchanged uh, conversations here and there. And mm -hmm. I saw how much you've blown up on on your socials and your company and, and all these positive yeah. messages that you've uh, been putting out there. And you've reached yeah. out to me and you've been very supportive of, of what I've been doing um Heck as yeah, a, as it. of late and i and i love to see that you know people supporting you know other other small businesses and mm -hmm. latinos and, and too so hey <laughs> Heck yeah that's like that's my heart i'm wet up but hey that's my heart you know? yeah i'm 100 I'm, I'm half white half latina but mm -hmm. i tell people like the half that you're gonna see is probably the outside because my whole heart is is latina like I love my roots. I love come from yeah so. but i mean it's beautiful to see how you know how much uh, uh support i was getting from you and you know we exchanged a little bit on the dms and you said like hey man if you wanted me to come on on the on the podcast and show my story uh and i was f up for it absolutely like i said i love doing these episodes right here because i love to get to know uh, uh people um and especially in, in like in the fitness industry because we all have like the right. same goals, right? We want to look good and feel good and everything like that. But everybody has a different journey getting to that point. Everybody's just different. Oh, one hundred percent. Everybody's Every different. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, so let's start it off with you. Like, what okay. was it? What, what was that 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 moment where you were like, "All right, enough is enough. I need to do something. I need to start, you know, getting healthy and, and making these changes." When, when do you remember that period of time, yeah. that moment where I it was can't like, it. "Yeah, that just woke you up and be like, "All right, I need to get this thing going." Yeah. So basically, I've always been pretty active. You know, I did sports in high school. I, I did them because you know, I just for me, I just always wanted to be active and really I grew up in a really shitty um, environment growing up so 
you know, I always just tried to do sports so that I could stay after school mm-hmm. and not have to go home. Um, so I've always been pretty active when I joined the military. I was very, very active, you know, running the, the, the two miles like quick, you know, I was always really active. Like I've never been overweight or anything like that. But mm-hmm. um, when I had so fast forward years later, when I had my last son, so my fourth son, Noah, um, first of all, he was a big surprise. Um, and when I had him, you know, I fell into a really bad postpartum depression and I was just like, fuck, like, how do I get out of this? I mean, I had felt like hormonal changes and things like that when I had Mm -hmm. my other kids, but I don't know if it was because I was older. I don't know. But even my pregnancy was really, really rough emotionally. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I just remember, uh, I knew that once I was going to have Noah that I didn't want to have any more kids because it was just too much on my, my body. This is my fourth kid at this point. Like I have goals that I'm trying to reach. You feel me? Yeah. So I was just like, you know, I, I didn't want to have any more kids. So I knew that I would go and have my tubal ligation done. Mm. So I have this baby and then right away, I'm going to go and get the tubal ligation. Mm-hmm. And so basically, if nobody knows what that is, it's basically they tie your tubes. You don't have any more kids, you know? Yeah. So I knew that that's what I wanted, but I didn't know that that's what I wanted because I fell into a really bad depression because so, that's. So, so okay. how, how far was it between each? Because you said it was hard on your body that fourth with your fourth child. It was hard yeah. on your body. So how far in between were your kids? Or were you being well, pregnant? Well, I had Sienna when I was 18 or 19. Uh-huh. I got pregnant when I was 18, then 19. Uh-huh. And then like a year and a half, a year and four months later, I had Karina. Mm-hmm. And then five years later, I had Abel. And then five years later, I had Noah. So it okay. wasn't just the physical part of it. It was mental, mental part of it, the emotional, mostly the emotional part of it. Mm-hmm. And so when I had Noah... Um, I fell into really bad postpartum depression, like I told you, mm-hmm. and I, I reached out to, and you know, Latinas, Latinos, we're big on like, we're so freaking stubborn. We're prideful. We're yes. We're, we're very like, proudful. We're <laughs> yes. Very, very, proudful, very proudful people. <laughs> like we don't need help, you know, and it's, no. and it's a, it's a sign of weakness if we ask for help. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Look, I'm getting chills. Like, oh, no, 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 no. Because and it's so freaking true. It, it's very, very true, it's, and it's it's very it's, big part of the uh, the of uh, the Latino community that it's like anytime you ask for any help, you know, you, it's a sign of weakness. And I, yeah, I guess, I guess, I, I guess, I, I, I understand it a little bit just because of what my parents gone through. Like, they always had to do shit on their own. To get things done. Oh yeah. You know, so oh, yeah. they they instilled that in us. So if we ever, you know, they see how good I guess we have it now, because I mean, with them they had oh, yeah. nothing compared to what we have, no. right? So I guess <laughs> yeah. I like like I understand where it comes from, but I mean, yeah, it's it's instilled, and to to, the, to this day I still have a problem with that. Like I still have a problem hey, asking think- for help. 
for anything when it comes to when it yeah. comes to the business, we even when it comes to just everyday life things. Like, no, like no, 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 I got it, I got I it, I got it. it. Yeah, yeah, I got this. Yeah, yeah I got and it. Don't worry about it. And you're like, I got you're this. over there fucking stressed out. You get in the car and you start crying, <laughs> <laughs> like, like all this shit. That you're so overwhelmed so with bad. all these things. And then I started thinking about it, and I had a conversation with my mom about this too. It was like, she uh-huh. had a rough time going through all this stuff because she was a single parent and she thought she can do this on her own, you know, doing like four or five jobs at a time, uh, doing her little side hustles, you know, taking care of um, me and my sisters and doing it on her own. But we would have conversations about it now and, you know, how she would break down and cry and and have these depression and all this stuff. And it's just like, I told her flat, flat out, I told her like, I don't want to be like you when, when I get older. And I don't think she wants you to be like her either. Exactly. I mean, we want our kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure you want your kids to, to be better than what you absolutely. could ever be. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, like it was just finally I buckled down and I put my pride aside and I was just like, fuck it, I'm going to go and, sign up to speak to a therapist and Mm -hmm. I did and little did I know that there was more deep-rooted shit that I wasn't talking about that Mm -hmm. I had buried so deep in there because I'm the oldest of six kids Mm -hmm. and you know growing up it was hard like we lived in the ghetto all the time we Mm -hmm. like the house that I live in right now it's not even the spectacular mansion type of home like it's the longest I've lived in a home. I've lived here for almost eight years. Yeah. It's the and I'm 35 years old, dude. Yeah. Like, this is the longest I lived in a stable environment. Mm-hmm. Like, that's huge to me. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And um, that's your home. So, yeah, it's my home. It's your home. It, honestly, it's the nicest home that I could ever live in because one, it's not about the exterior. It's not about what you have inside. You know. Like it's about your home where you feel comfortable, where you exactly. make your memories like good mm-hmm. and bad, where you can come out of them, you know? And I can honestly say like that when I, when I got there, I was just like, I wasn't even fucking talking about the postpartum depression. Like I was talking about my upbringing and like how much it, it was crazy. Yeah. But bottom line, like it just got to the point where, um, the therapist was like, well, you know, I'm going to, and I'm over here bawling and I'm over here talking about just like everything because I, I, I carried such a big weight on my shoulder because my mom had me when she was 14 years old. Oh wow! Like my mom was 14 years old. Like I look at my daughters, I have a daughter that's 16. I have one that's about to be 15. And I look at them and I'm like, holy shit, Sienna, like I go, do you realize like your grandma was your age with two kids? Wow. Like, I can't even, like, I sometimes will, like, look at my daughter and be like, damn, with two kids? I mean, given I was a young mom, I was a young, young mom. I was 19. Yeah. I was pregnant when I was 18. Mm. Um, but honestly, it was the best thing that could have happened to me at that time because it was my way to get out of that environment that I was in. And then that's when I moved to Las Vegas and I joined the army and all that good mm-hmm. stuff. So, um, but going back to the whole therapy session, you know, I ended up opening up about just like all that and like, damn, Lore, you have some deep ass issues that you need to work on, you know? Mm-hmm. And one thing that I struggled with a lot was, is anger. Like, I feel like anger is always going to be with me. It's a matter of yeah. now I can control it. You feel me? Like, okay. 
you're always going to have that something that just like, it's like your, how can I put it? It's like your, your opponent, like it's always going to be something that you're always going to have that you're always, you're always going to be struggling on, with it. You're always going to be struggling. Yes. With it. Forever. Yep. But it's a matter of who's in control, what's in control, the anger or you Lore, like what? Mm. And so all of that's coming out during the therapy session. And she straight up is like, well, I'm going to prescribe you some um, antidepressants. Mm-hmm. And I stopped her and I was like, look, like, I don't want that. Yeah. I come from a family that has highly addictive personalities. I don't want that for my life. My mom was an alcoholic. Like, look at me, I'm going to cry already. <laughs> you already war- you warned me. Yeah. I told you. <laughs> my mom was an alcoholic. Like, uh-huh. she was abusive at point at times. And, mm-hmm. you know, I can say that, you know, I've forgiven my mom. And, and now I'm 35 years old and we're building a, a better relationship. Yeah. Which forgiveness is a big part of healing and all that good stuff. But I told her, like, I don't want that for my life. Mm -hmm. Like, what can I do that's not, that's natural, that's not going to make me, like, that's not natural. Yeah. (laughs) And she was like, well, honey, like, literally, she was like, I remember, this is almost six years ago, dude. Like, I remember, she's like, honey, the only thing I can tell you to do is take your ass, literally said ass. Mm -hmm. She said, take your ass to the gym Mm. and sweat as much as you've ever sweated before and uh, sweated i don't even know if that's a word but sweated in your we'll life we'll use it <laughs> we'll fucking... <laughs> we'll use it, right? <laughs> and i remember that like damn like i've i've worked out mm. i've gone to the gym yeah. i've i've been very active like i told you military all that good stuff but i think that in that very moment i knew that if i was going to change not just getting through the postpartum depression but Mm -hmm. like my whole life of issues of shit that i have was harboring in Mm -hmm. that i was gonna have to take my ass to the gym and i was gonna have to sweat so like when i'm getting chills like talking about it (laughs) because it's freaking crazy absolutely crazy absolutely and so so probably when you first started working out in the beginning you know Mm -hmm. for sports and when you were younger you were just doing it just for just I guess just to work out to help you out with this with with uh uh with the escape sports or, or was, just escape your home but it was kind of like you were escaping but at the same time you were kind of not probably not even into the workout right you just knew no, you just knew it. you it just knew intentional. exactly so you knew that it was just like all right I'm just gonna be here because I don't want to be at home right now Exactly. So, so that's exactly. probably okay. It yeah, it was not intentional. It was not intentional. It was mm-hmm. just cool. Like I'm gonna work out, and really, what I loved about the whole working out was, I I did it, and I kid you not, like at the gym that I have here, our local gym here where I'm at, Lindsay, um, they have like this really badass arena, and mm-hmm. they have tires, like it's real rugged, and then they have the gym side of it, but. Yeah. I would go in there and I would just flip the shit out of that tire and cry. Really? Like, no lie. Like I would cry. Like I would release that anger. Like, like F everything. Like, no, I can do it. And what I loved about the gym and working out was that, and I still do mm-hmm. is that nobody can help me. Like I have to be the one to do you it. You have to be the one. I have to be the one to get, to decide if I'm going to go to the and then if if I don't decide, guess what? That shit's on me. 
Mm-hmm. It's not on anybody else. That's on me. It's on you. And so the like working out little did I know that it was going to lead me to where I'm at today. And like, I can't sit here and say, oh yeah, I'm 100% committed to the, to, to fitness and hell no. Like I struggle with that on the daily, mm. but I always turn to it when I know that I'm about to break down. Yeah. When I know like it's becoming too much like everything and i know that that's like the 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 working out and the that feeling you know that you get those endorphins and all that Mm -hmm. like that how has helped me personally control my anger because if before i did anything whether i was going to work a nine to five be a good mom be a good a good girlfriend be a business owner i had to work on myself and fitness i can tell you honest to god that it has been the foundation besides my gratitude and like, cause I'm not going to lie, David. Like I was a freaking hater. I was really? a hater. You know what? Like, I was, like, I was a freaking hater. David. Like, you know what? Like, like the time that we've known each other, like I've uh-huh. never, I would never think that you had anger issues. Or I, I would oh. say, I would say, oh, she's an angry person. Like, damn, she's always angry. You know, just like you, every time that we had any <laughs> kind of, does. and any time that we would have some kind of interaction, you always had a smile on your face. You always had, you know, you were laughing, you were having a good time. Yeah. So I would never, yeah. ever, ever picture you and be like, oh yeah, she's angry. Like she has issues or whatever, you know, but oh. yeah, it's just like, I guess you were hiding her pretty well then, right? Cause I mean, like yeah. I said, I, yeah. I never, I, was it that bad that the, the anger, like you had like a really, I, really I short believe, fuse? Well, I believe what it is, David, is that I don't even think that I was aware of it. Mm-hmm. If that freaking makes sense, you know what I mean? Like, okay. I don't even think that I had a problem. Like, mm-hmm. I would get pissed. Yeah. And I don't want to say that I had a short fuse. Like, it was more like poking the bear. But when I was stressed out, like, oh, everybody move out of my fucking way because I'm a bulldozer. Like, I'm a knock you down, you down, you down with my words. I was never physical with anybody. Yeah. But I had so much anger built in inside from growing up, from my failed marriage from me feeling like inadequate, like I'm not a good mom. I don't even know what an example of a good mom is. How mm-hmm. am I supposed to learn this shit? Like, you know, I think all of that was just built up and I don't even think that I truly really even understood that it was a problem Yeah. until I met my man, Rick, mm-hmm. and he legit was like, and I'm being as straight up as possible. Like he was not even like the first year we were together, he was like, um, you have a fucking problem and if you don't fix it or you have an anger problem and if you don't fix it like we're done like i can't be with you i don't want and he has two boys Mm -hmm. so of course he's protecting his boys yeah and it was never like outburst in front of the kids or none of that it's just my anger my haterism Mm -hmm. would be portrayed on to him because i was so unhappy with me that i would project that on him or I was so insecure about certain things, mm. I would project it on him. You feel okay. me? And so I think he was really the one who was like, fix your shit or get the hell out. Like yeah. putting it straight up. 
And I was like, whoa, like nobody has ever talked to no, me like that. <laughs> no, put me on the spot yeah. like that. <laughs> I'm like, what the, like, what you, the hell? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I was like, honestly, was dumbfounded. I was uh-huh. literally standing there like, I have a problem. Yeah. No, you have a problem. Mm-hmm. And the moment that somebody says, you have a problem, you really have the problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So, and it's and it's so, your, yeah, and it's your boyfriend that's telling you this like, "Hey, you got an issue here." Yeah, and I, you know? And that's probably got an issue. Yeah, and that's probably something that you needed to hear. You know? I, I like that and exactly like that because I I come from the hood. Yeah. We don't talk to each other like, "Well, honey, mm-hmm. you know, we got to go." Mm-hmm. No, it's like, "You got a problem, fix that shit or we're done." Yeah, you know, like that. And again, no one really ever said it to me in those in that form. I don't think anyone anyone really even said it to me. I don't know if they were scared of me or what. And I wasn't really close with my immediate family, like my sisters, my my mom, you know what I mean? But like, I'm all big and bad, huh? No, I'm not. But I Mm. I just don't. Or maybe like you said, hey, I would have never even thought that you had anger issues you know what i mean so i would never hear i i masked it well i guess yeah and and, and, and then it I was can, just really time to yeah so i mean like like and i can definitely relate because i'm somebody that currently goes to therapy and oh, okay awesome I, yeah and i've been uh as i'm like unveiling everything and yeah. i'm thinking i'm talking about all the things that have been going on with me with all my issues yeah i start noticing like fuck i'm an angry person too right like mm-hmm. I, I i guess even to like to the point that i as soon as you said that you know I, that you were a hater i think i was secretly a hater too because i would yeah. be i would be so envious and so jealous mm-hmm. of what other people yes we're doing around me or oh you know uh, accomplishing or you know whatever it is whether it was it was even being happy you know like it yes, would exactly. it would fucking irritate me because i would i would it would <laughs> yeah. to me to me it would made it to me it made it seem like oh that was so fucking fake you know like who the fuck is that happy you know so hey, i and then just exactly yeah and and just in just talking about my issues and just like insecurities and i'm just like thinking to myself like fuck dude and i I, and 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 i always put it out there that i was never a hater like i'm always happy for everybody's success and just like uh, whatever but deep down inside it fucking killed me it killed me because i was so unhappy i was unhappy where i was at in my life during that time you know stuck at a nine to five job fucking making a minimum wage i see all my other friends you know becoming you know doing these things in careers and and you know accomplishing and you know buying homes and all this other stuff and it's just like dude i'm over here still fucking stuck you know and you know what you know and and then so i mean and that's the reason why i'm so passionate of what i i'm doing today hey Um, i can tell yeah. I can tell. Honestly, I, I can freaking tell. Thank I, you. I love it. Thank you. And but but tell. but I can definitely relate to you. And I'm still and I'm still working on myself. And I'm still um, 
uh, uh, sometimes it creeps hey, in a little bit, a little bit. That's <laughs> right. gonna be forever. Till yeah, the day that's, you die, and then and that's and yeah, and it's gonna be yeah, it's a work in progress, absolutely, and it's gonna be a work in progress to the day that I. And unfortunately, there's a lot of people who just don't want to put in the work, mm-hmm. or they come to realize like, shit, I'm always gonna have this issue. And it's hard work. So absolutely. Unfortunately, people just don't want to put in that work, you know, like mm-hmm. they take the easy road out, uh, the easy road. And it's like, I, I find it like, even in business, you know, it's so fitness business. I honestly relate those two so much, dude. Like, absolutely. I don't know if you do. I know you have your business. I know you do, you work out and stuff. You're a lot more consistent than I, mm-hmm. but for real, like I owe where I'm at right now to me saying, looking in the mirror and being like, no, Lore, like enough is enough. Like enough is enough and nobody's gonna help you do it but you. Sure, you're gonna have people, you know, backing you up and supporting you, which awesome. I mean, that's great. And I'm so grateful for that. But really, you can't really have anybody holding your hand to make this change, to begin to evolve. And really, years and years and years of bad habits like hating you know we hate because we're really mad with ourselves because we don't have that like you said you were envious like dude exactly same thing you know well why does she have that oh i'm gonna do better oh well ew i don't like what she looks like nice ass body beautiful hair nice skin but do i really know that that's what she is inside exactly inside her heart you know what i mean so Mm -hmm. we have this perception of what beauty is or of what life should be based on materialistic things and it's like once you really begin to dissect yourself and then start putting like like it reminds me of that one old school the operation okay yeah yeah. laid out and then Mm -hmm. you go and you yeah, you know, he, you're taking out the little bones. If you touch the sides, it buzzes or whatever. Yeah. Like I related to that because it hurts to mm-hmm. dissect yourself and start picking all the shit that is wrong with you. Absolutely. And especially when you do it to yourself. But mm-hmm. fitness really, really, I can say, opened the door to me along with Rick telling me that I needed a fucking change or he was going to leave my ass. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, and I love you. And yeah, you must really, you might, guy. yeah, you like, must really love him then. No, you know what? I love him because, you know, we have a great relationship. You know, we fight. Who fucking does it? You know what I mean? I'm yeah. probably going to sit up and be like, oh, we're, we're, we're like happy go lucky. No. Mm. You know, I love him because we've gone through shit and we're still together. I love him because he loves my kids like they're his. Like the relationship that he has with my daughters is so amazing. Like I'm, I'm so blessed for that. Like if we were to ever not be together, like he would still have my kids in his life. I believe that with all my heart. Awesome. I mean, we're not trying to do all that. I mean, hello, yeah, yeah, my yeah. anger for him. I'm just kidding. But <laughs> really, just, just he. It, it took him. It took the 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 lady telling me, "Hey, girl, like you need to take your ass to the gym and sweat." sweat like you've never sweat before in your life and once i once i began to keep going to the gym Mm -hmm. and like i said i'm not as consistent i would be lying straight through my teeth if i said oh yeah i have my routine but no i don't Mm -hmm. i don't i can't be on i gotta be honest and tell you i don't i really don't 
But I know for a fact that I can always turn to that instead of pills, instead of alcohol. If I drink alcohol, it's because I want to now, not because Mm -hmm. I need to. Yeah. If I, I mean, really alcohol is the only thing that I, I don't get high. I don't do any drugs. I don't do any of that, Mm -hmm. you know, but I know that I can always go to the gym and before that, you know, God, like God, 100%, you know, I truly believe in like a law of attraction. I believe Mm -hmm. in like positive energies. I believe in energies like big time and, um, I do. I just believe in all of that stuff. I believe that you are fully capable of becoming anything, anything that you, you want to be an astronaut, speak that shit into existence and be ready to work your ass off because Mm -hmm. you can do anything, anything that you want. Yeah. So, I mean, really it was, it was just that, that pivotal moment, like you said, was that therapy session when my son was three weeks old. So, 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 you know, once she, uh, once your therapist told you that, how was Uh that? Did you go to the gym the next day? Straight up. I wasn't even straight up. I went to the gym the next day. I wasn't even on, um, I was still on, basically I was not physically able to go because I just had the baby and all that good stuff. You got to get, I wasn't cleared by the doctor Uh and I went. And I was all three weeks postpartum and I fucking went and I'm telling you, I was, I was flipping that tire. I was, because you know what it was, David, I was Uh desperate. I was so desperate to change. Like I was tired of being this way. Like I'm tired of fucking being a hater. I'm tired of being so miserable. I'm Mm -hmm. tired of just being tired. Like I'm tired of fighting with Rick. Like I want more for me. Yeah, Yeah. I'm tired of this. Like I know Like I have always known, like I was going to do something. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what, but I was going to share my story and people were going to gravitate towards it. And there's no way I fucking have gone through what I've gone through for nothing. Like there's no way. Absolutely. So Mm -hmm. I'm really, really passionate about that. And yeah, like fitness has helped, but ultimately I think that you just come to that point where you're just so sick and tired, tired of being sick and tired. Absolutely. Like, I don't know how people just don't like, get that. Like maybe like, it's I'm, just like, you know what? I, I, I totally understand what you're saying because I got to that point too, where I'm like, I don't, I don't, I'm so tired of just being this way. I'm tired of yeah. just, just going through this cycle and I already know that it's coming and I still let it come, you know, and I'm tired of the heartache. I'm tired of the anxiety. I'm tired of yep. feeling depressed about myself and feeling like shit. And I, like I said, I don't, I don't going through what I'm, I'm currently going through. It's definitely mm-hmm. tough. And it's definitely, I think it's because people have gone through it for such a long time that I think yeah. that people th- it's part of their norm, you know, for them. You know what I'm well, saying? They also, they have enablers. Yeah, have absolutely. And it's definitely, oh, yeah. definitely, it's okay. yeah, oh. definitely in the environment, definitely your inner circle, all that stuff, yeah. do, you know, doesn't help. But, uh, but yeah, I think it's just part of their, like, their, their whole life. And it's part of their normalcy that is just like, well, you know, it's just, 
this is just me. Like it's normal yeah, to them. Yeah, that's how I am. That's just that's how, how I, am. I am, you know. And they just, you know, well, they that just was me for so long. Yeah, and and then so in I knew, you know, and I knew at an early age that it's not just me. Like I know that I can change, but it's just so hard to break those habits, especially when you're in terms of like mental and emotional um, uh, health. It's very, very uh, hard just because the way we just programmed our brains to be uh, in terms of situations, whether it's, you know, we go through this bad situation, we're already, our brain already knows what to do because we kind of trained it to be right. that way, right? So, and I mean, yeah. I get that it's it's very hard, but I do agree with you that everybody needs to hit that rock bottom, you know, to really and hey, get your going. And rock bottom is going to... Your rock bottom is different than mine. Exactly. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Just like mine is going to be different from someone else. Mm -hmm. We are all built different, and that's for a reason. You know, we're all creative. There's no one like you, David. There's no one like me. Yeah. You know, like, there will never be anybody like you. There will never be anybody like me. Like, God created us individually like that. That's what I believe. Mm -hmm. um, but I also, like, believe. And, and I know this is kind of like a side note, but I... I remember listening to your podcast with the two girls that were talking about law of attraction. Yes. And I actually wanted to tell you that this was last year. And I wanted to tell you that that podcast, when I listened to it, damn, like I fell so much in love with law of attraction. Yeah. Like hearing those two girls, like I wish I could reach out to them. I don't even know who they are. Maybe you could tell me after or something. Yeah, absolutely. They, yeah, I would love to connect with them because like, I always thought law of attraction was brujeria, straight, <laughs> straight <laughs> up. I was like, oh, hell no. I think like, a lot of people, I think a lot. Summoning I, the devil. Yeah, I think, I think like, a lot of people still think that way. Have that like, kind of like a misconception of it. Yeah, yeah that was for, for real. Like, I always thought it was like a kind of like a brujeria. Like, you're, yeah. you're like, I don't even know. That's straight up. And when I listened to because at that time I was going through some shit like I had I had my daycare for five years and I completely shut it down that was hard and I at that point I fell into like just not into a depression but I was like oh my god like I'm letting this my baby go kind of yeah. feeling mm -hmm. um I literally built this business from nothing nobody wanted to help me build it like nobody wanted to help me with nothing I had to learn through trial and error it was very successful, but I think it was just, again, it was one of those things where I was now conforming to everyone else's wants and needs, and I was losing myself, and I just wasn't okay with that, but also COVID happened, and then it was like, well, and all in this meantime, you know, I'm working out, I'm doing my dues, you know, I'm doing my fitness, I'm trying to eat right, whatever, I've never struggled with weight, so the food is always hard for me, yeah. because I can legit eat anything, and I won't even gain weight, you know, mm -hmm. you know what I mean, like, but it's still unhealthy. So really, when I work out, I work out for fully emotional and mental um, therapy, if I'm being honest. Like, looking good is the bonus. You know what I mean? Absolutely. That's, that's bonus. But that is not even my intention. Like, my intention is not to have a bigger ass or, oh, bigger arms or legs. Like, that will come, I think, just because obviously you're putting in work. Mm -hmm. But I can't sit here and say, oh, this is my, I don't count carbs. I don't count macro. I don't do all that. Mm -hmm. um i'm not saying that that's bad i yeah, just yeah. need personal. just for you it's not for i you. go to the the fitness mm -hmm. is for 
interpersonal development, like personal development, self-help, self-love, all that good stuff. So, yeah. cause if you treat your body right, your mind gets treated right, you know? So absolutely, that's really where that came down from. But the law of attraction, like I started practicing that and dude, like it's so freaking crazy. Right. How <laughs> legit it is. <laughs> <laughs> you no, probably you like, you were probably fucking scary. you were probably thinking that you're, hey wait am I a witch now? <laughs> I don't have I ever heard you know, like, <laughs> yeah. no but it, it is like when but I will say that when I listened to that podcast when I was very intrigued with what you were doing because I yeah. knew you were doing them mm -hmm. but I was like I don't know I saw that the the title of like law of attraction somebody started talking on law of attraction or something mm -hmm. and I was going to be like well at this point I want to change anything that I could if I could speak things into existence well hell you know why not yeah so that's when I listened to that podcast and mm -hmm. it really really um that has also played a lot into where I'm at now and working my ass off absolutely you could Oh, I, well, I don't believe in law of attraction because nothing's happening. Well, are you working your ass off? Exactly. Like, what actions are you taking <laughs> uh -huh. to meet those goals? Like that, what you believe in. And, and I do practice it. And I just wanted to throw that in. Yeah, but no, but no, but a lot of people, it's just like I said, they have a, like a misconception that, all right, you know, a lot of attraction, you know, people think that you know, you speak into existence, you put it out there in the universe yeah. and then you know, all of a sudden you get it, right? So I want a, uh -huh. a, a shiny red bike. And then the next day I should have a shiny red bike in front of my house, That's right? It. People, people think but that you know. way. People think like, that it's no, like it that. But it doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> work, right? But I mean, I think, yeah, it's like we put it out there. We say we're going to do something. So it keeps us accountable and we go out there and fucking do it. That's pretty much what it 100%. is, go you know, full force. and then go, go full, full force. force of it. And then I think that's what helped me out. I, th I guess I've been doing law of attraction for the longest time, but I just never knew what it was. And I didn't know if it was a practice God. or anything like that. It's just that, yeah. all right, if I tell people that I'm going to do this and if I put it out there and I say it and I write it down, that I'm going to go ahead and do it. I'm going to do it. Like it starts it's I guess manifesting into my into my yeah. life into my into my thoughts 100%. and then I oh that's all I can think about and now I start making those steps to get to that goal you know and that's how it and, you know, and that's how it works <laughs> that's pretty much what it tricky. is and then I mean and then at some point you know you see it working or you see like these things that you're manifesting coming to play and you're just like oh shoot like that's cool and then now you you put out bigger um, goals into the universe, and it's just like then you work towards that, and then you see that coming into place. Like you like legit, like I personally set like legit deadlines, time frames, like mm -hmm. dates. I I do all that. I I do. I hold yeah. myself accountable in that way. Um, but yeah, like I I just had to throw that in there just because, like I said, I I that was probably the episode that I watched that you did with these two um women which again like i would love to reach out to yeah them, irene but. shout out to the big uh to irene and irma uh yeah, yes yeah, yeah, that's that's right irma and irene thank you girls yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like that has stuck with me since last year in yeah. december mm -hmm. like I, I that stays with me that podcast but yeah like it's just it's crazy it's crazy how you go through things in life and you don't and how just like 
you would think like, oh, fitness, what could that really do? Oh, people work out to look good. Oh, people work out, they're conceited. Like, I'm sorry, I'm here to tell you that people who work out are probably the ones that really are trying to beat their inner demons and fucking become better yeah and individuals I, and and that's what i tell everybody <laughs> that's what i tell everybody because a lot of my clients that that train with me the reason why they don't want to mm-hmm. go to the gym is because they're very insecure about what uh, uh yeah uh, about themselves and it's very intimidating to go in there because you see all these you know people that have just been working out for such a long time and they and they got they're, they're super strong and they have they're these, you fit, know, they, yeah. yeah, they're super fit and all this stuff. So they don't want to do it. And I always tell them this. If you want to go to the most insecure place in the world, go to a gym. You know, if you want to <laughs> just go to yep. a gym, the okay. only reason the majority of people that go to that gym to go to any gym is because they have insecurities. They have some kind of they have some kind of eating disorder or they have some kind of body dysmorphia or uh, they're dealing with something depression anger issues, anger issues depression <laughs> all these things that's the reason why they're going over there to fix whatever they think yep. is wrong with them so um, that's why I always tell them that and then yeah, at the same time I'm like that too like I can definitely relate what you just said right now about like you use the working out as like a therapy, you know, to get yeah, everything 100%. out. I'm exactly the same exact way. I, I go in there, I go to the gym and I work out to, to it's my therapy session just to let everything out. Sometimes I have like these thoughts and, you know, I'll write things down. So it's like my me time kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah. no, yeah, so, so I do that, but at the same time, yeah, I, I still deal with my insecurities and my body image issues. And yeah, I want to get a little bit bigger here. I want to get a little bit leaner there and all that stuff. But yeah, yeah. I always tell people 100%. like, listen and look, and I always tell people, and it's definitely going to be something that I'm going to be dealing with for the rest of my life for sure. And, uh, I use it more for therapy than anything else. But, uh, yeah, it's like, Everybody that's in there, they're all dealing with some shit. And that's the reason uh-huh. why they're going in there because they're insecure about yep. something. So that's why you see the guys, you know, pushing in heavy ass weights they have no business mm-hmm. on doing and then they get hurt. Or you have, you know, the women doing like the, you know, uh, trying to uh, do the, the, the fitness model Instagram workouts. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, know, yeah they're trying yeah, to do yeah, that yeah, shit yeah, yeah, because yeah. they, you know, they yeah. don't feel good about themselves or whatever it is. Um, but yeah, it's just. It's it's definitely a, a place that you can find a, a lot of <laughs> issues, and a lot of people can use therapy to to you know to go yeah. in there and to do it, and or to a go lot out. Of, and a lot of people in the gym, like you wouldn't even believe, like if you really took the time to talk to them, like they are so willing and nice yeah. to talk to you. It's mm-hmm. just because of the way that we feel. We're just like, oh, well, you know, I'm big or, oh, shit, I got all these deep rooted issues. Like you're constantly thinking that people are thinking that of you because you think that of yourself. <laughs> absolutely. No, no, no. Absolutely. <laughs> you, know, you know, so. So, yeah. No, absolutely. And uh, and 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 that's how I, uh, things go. And I and yeah, the majority of the people that go to the gym that are working out the, some of the nicest sweetest people and you know they're willing to help whatever it is 
but yeah it's just like that oh, intimidation yeah. it, but it's just like that intimidation you know and uh and i get it and i understand it but also just people need to understand it. i always try to push it out there like hey you know you have nothing to worry about they might look at you for a second but then they'll forget about you in another second but because they're wor- cause they're thinking about their own issues that they got going on. Yeah, they you know? got going on and all that good stuff. Yeah, so, so, yeah, it's, I was, it's so true. And I always tell people just don't worry about it. Um, but um, going back a little bit, um, so learning in my therapy, you know, with my issues and going on, uh, they always recommended me to go talk to my mom because of some of the issues that I have, you know, with her. Nothing. I mean, mm-hmm. she was a great mom. She did, you know, absolutely everything that she can to, to provide and to right. support and, and to protect and everything like that. But there were some issues that I had with her that I was just like, you know, and they, that, that I needed to talk to her about. And my therapist always told me like, you should go ahead and talk, you know, and try to, mm-hmm. maybe I'm holding some kind of resentment you know, to her mm-hmm. and maybe just letting it go. I have a tough time doing that just because it's my mom, right? Yeah, uh, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So have you had that talk with your mom? Like, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah? A lot oh, of, yeah. E- like, was, it, I, was it difficult for you too? Or was it? It, it was, it was hard um, just because I can honestly say like, I don't feel like I ever had a mother-daughter relationship, which is why, you know, later on, I'm sure we'll get into it, why Lotus Threads is Lotus Threads. And, you know, I, and I'll I'll talk about it then, but really like, I never had a mother-daughter relationship. I don't know what it's like to have a mother-daughter relationship. I just see moms and daughters shopping together I see moms and daughters like when the daughter has a baby you know the mom is there and she takes care of her daughter and like I've never had that opportunity with my mom one she was a young mom mm-hmm. I was growing up with her yeah my mom had us back to back to back like my mom was 14 uh when she had me 14 15 when she had me um and then boom here comes my sister then boom here comes my other sister then boom boom here comes my two brothers and then boom there's my other sister Mm. like I think by the time my mom was 25 26 she had all six of us Mm. like you know what I mean so my mom and I will give this to my mom and I and I and I will always give this to her like my mom no matter what she was doing no matter how she did it how no matter how she verbally abused us physically, you know, it's what she knew. And I can confidently say this now, David, because I'm a mom myself and I've forgiven her. I have forgiven her. I've had that talk with my mom and I've, I've told her like, I forgive you, mom, like genuinely you can't, I mean, cause you could just go to it. You could just go and say, I forgive you. Yeah. No, you'll know, you'll know when you really have forgiven a person. Absolutely. And, and, and really, I just, I, my mom just, she's always, no matter what, how she did it, we always had a roof over our head. Hmm. Sure. Some of us were in foster care. Sure. Some of us got sent to Mexico because she couldn't handle it for whatever reasons, but my mom did whatever she could so that we at least had food and a roof over, over our head. Was yeah. it dysfunctional? Fuck. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Hell yeah, it was like, mm-hmm. how are you going to leave a 13 year old girl 
to take care of. Faya, with your death. Sorry, my kid just walked in. <laughs> no, it's okay. My kid just walked in. Uh, um, but uh, what was I saying? Oh, um, like how are you gonna leave a 13 year old girl to take care of your kids and not return for two weeks? Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. And I and I get it. Like and, that's traumatizing, dude. Absolutely. Like I literally had my whole childhood robbed from me. I I had it robbed from me. Mm-hmm. I didn't get a childhood. Yeah. And then from there, like my um my uh like just just a lot of different things that I saw like. You know, my mom was young, David. Like she was yeah. young. She was trying to live her life too. She was trying to do whatever she could, um, have fun, and then I guess still balance. Us. I don't know. I don't know what she was. I can't speak for her. Yeah. But what I can say is the way that I took it, and I feel like I was robbed from my childhood. My mom neglected us a lot, but I can say that I did have this conversation with her, and really, it happened because mm-hmm. she didn't even see my son for I didn't talk to my mom for two years because my mom was a very she still is like an alcoholic that's battling trying to get trying to battle it you know what I mean yeah and I respect her for that mm-hmm. um but she really just how could I put it like I I knew that it wasn't about her anymore it was about me forgiving her yeah. and being okay with what has happened yes so yeah so that's it, exactly what mm-hmm. so it just came recently that i i talked to her and we actually were on a drive and i yeah. told her that i forgave her mm-hmm. for everything that she did mm-hmm. <laughs> everything so terrible my kid in the background no, hey mo- mom life mom hey, life exactly <laughs> mom life madre life <laughs> um but yeah like I I we went for a drive and I just told her I was like you know what mom I now understand why I don't understand everything how you did or why you did because I personally couldn't see myself doing that to my kids yeah but if it wasn't for the way that things happened I don't think that I would be the strong woman that I am today absolutely and I said I said I don't hold you to it anymore like, mm-hmm. I truly forgive you, mom. Mm-hmm. And I gave her a hug and we were crying, you know, like I'm going to cry right now. Yeah. But it was a big moment for me because I felt, David, like, no lie. Like, once I told my mom, like, I forgive you, mom. Mm-hmm. And I knew that I felt this big weight off my shoulder and I could move forward. And whatever was going to be next in my life. And once I think I removed that weight, and that was me telling my mom. But it, it took me years to have that conversation. Absolutely. I hated my mom. A- I resented her. Mm-hmm. I was like, you fucking robbed me. You robbed me. Yeah. You robbed me and you treated me like shit. Mm-hmm. Like I, all I wanted to do, mom, was make you proud. Mm-hmm. That's why I did the sports. That's why I, 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 I had, I tried to live, like have a nice clean house when she would come over, like. I always just wanted to make my mom proud. And I feel like I never could do that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it didn't matter that I was getting first place in the races. It didn't matter. Like, but it wasn't me. It was my mom. Like she was going through shit. Exactly. And that's where I tell you, like, I have compassion for my mom and I respect that she's trying at least to this day. We don't have the best relationship. I can't sit here and yeah. say that we do. 
but it's because I never connected with my mother as a mother daughter relationship. Yeah. And that's, I'm sorry, but blood is not family. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Like we might be tied being a family because we're blood, but family doesn't treat each other like that. Yeah. At least it shouldn't. And so I, it took me years, David. It took me a lot of years, a lot of times that I would stop talking to her for years. And then I would be, I would need my mom. At the end of the day, you need your mom. Absolutely. Absolutely. You and it's and, your mom. I don't care what. And it's very tricky with family. You know, blood is thicker than water, but blood, you drown faster. Right. So yeah, and it's, it's definitely, it's definitely tough. You know, it's not like, I guess, I guess technically you could, you know, cut them out of your lives, but it's your family, you know, there's, and it's just there's always going to be something there, something there, whether it's reunions or birthday parties, they, there's a really good chance they're going to be there. So, I mean, and it, so, for, so, yeah, <laughs> so, so like for me, I just, I, I forgave her. I, I talked to her, I confronted her, you know, whether what she was telling, you know, I took her word for it. And I moved on. And that's beautiful. And that's awesome to hear. And like you, like you were talking about before, I mean, um, you know, with everything that you've been telling me about your mother, uh, she was going through her own stuff, you know. And she, and, and, yes. and, 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 and in a sense, she kind of went through the same thing that you probably did. You know, her, her childhood was robbed, you know. She, that's why she knew. Yeah, and that's, you know, and so being at a young age at that time with, you know, their first child or her first child, I mean, it was probably difficult and stressful. And who knows what people were saying to her during that time growing exactly. up, whether it was her parents, yeah. friends, neighbors, schools. All that stuff. I'm pretty sure she went through some shit, and you know, and she oh, probably heck had. Yeah, my mom has. You know, and she's been through a, a, a holding a lot of anger, and the only way she can, you know, take it out is taking it on on you guys, which is not the. I mean, obviously, not the right thing no, to do. Not the right way. It's not the right way, that's but all it, you know. that's all you know, and it's understandable why you know she she did what she did, and um, it, it's really really. Sorry. But, but sorry to cut you off, but mm. like I, that's why for me, it's like a, it's huge to, it's like, I'm a big firm believer of you don't have to be your environment. Mm-hmm. You take exactly. every negative, every adversity that you face and you turn around and where is the opportunity for me here? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And what I did is I took all the adversity growing up feeling neglected, feeling like unwanted, feeling like I never was part of my family, feeling like I was this outcast, like I don't belong here to, you know, I turned that all around. And one, I am giving my family, my kids a home. I'm sharing my story because I know for damn sure I'm not the only one. I know that for a fact. Uh I cannot be the only one. There's a lot of people that feel that way that they're going through things that's out of their control, young women. Um, so I, I say that because I don't use it as a crutch. Instead, I use it as, okay, how can I become a better person through this? And the first step yeah. was forgiving my mom. And I did. And you did and it. And that, that I truly, truly have. And at that point, my mom is a grown woman. Mm. I'm a grown woman now. I'm a mother myself. 
You choose what you want for your life, mother. I choose when I'm going to be around you because my mom does still struggle, you know, and she's trying, she's really trying, mm -hmm. but something like that years and years, it, it's not something that happens overnight. And no, so absolutely. I can only, I can be your support system to a certain extent, but mm -hmm. I will not be an enabler. That's for damn sure. I won't. Absolutely. So, yeah. And it's going to take time anyway. for sure. But you guys are definitely making progress and you guys are, are, are yeah. moving forward. As long as there, there, there's yeah. that going on and there's progress, even if it's yes. baby steps, even if it's just hey. saying, hey, uh, uh, good morning. How are you feeling today? Even that, something exactly. small like that, it's it's progress, and that's what I'm starting. I told her. And, <laughs> and that's what I'm I learning. Told in that. Her, so when you're viejita, I'm gonna take care of you. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, but you know, but yeah, but you know, absolutely. Like, I love my mom. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and 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 that's what I'm learning too is just making those small little steps forward to make that progress, and to right. one day be like, oh shit, you know. Um, but that's, yeah, that's awesome that's to hear. And, and that's awesome that, you know, you, you, you go to the gym and I'm not the only person that have cried in the gym before. So I know I'm happy to know that hey. you, that you've done it too. I, every time. <laughs> yeah. Yesterday I went to a kickboxing class and dude, I was freaking like, I had the worst day. I was like, shit, nothing's going my way with my man, with my uh -huh. kids, with my business. I'm behind. F, like just so much stress. And I was invited to this kickboxing class. Um, it's called Ladies Fight Club um, here in my town. And I went and I was halfway there and I was just like, no, I'm not going to go. Yeah. And I was like, like literally in my car loud was like, no, Leda, you're going to fucking go because you said you're going to go. Go. Like you need this. Mm -hmm. So I went and I hadn't been working out because something was wrong with my leg or I don't know. And I was just scared that I would go to the gym and I would just like. Hurt work it. out and mess it up and then it would just be worse mm -hmm. so i st i went i went to a doctor got it checked out i'm good went and i kid you not i was freaking punching the air as i went that everything that i could think of that was really pissing me off right there mm -hmm. had it right in front of me and i was punching the air doing the kickboxing all that good stuff hitting the bag like kicking the shit out of the bag like and Just you were at the end of the thing. I let it out. And then at the end of the workout, Dude, you were probably was, happy that you went, right? Oh my God. <laughs> Endorphin. That's where that, that, like, you don't need pills. Like, you need yeah. to sweat and really push it. But the thing is, it's only going to take, it's, it's only going to take you to do that. Yeah. Because nobody can push you enough to say, I'm done. I'm going to go. Like you, even when I got there, I was like, okay, Lara, you're going to freaking go all out, give it all you got. And it was a pretty fair, easy workout for me, but it was, I, I like pushed and pushed because I, w I wanted to release everything. So I was in the back, like all fucking teary-eyed. Oh, <laughs> I was like, all these women are in there. I'm like, damn, but I do, don't do this to yourself right now. Yeah, you know? yeah. She's got, I got sweat <laughs> in my eyes. It's sweat in my eyes. At least it adds sweat. It's sweat. <laughs> no, but at least when I go to the arena and about myself, no. I could chiar right there all crazy and nobody would even notice. But I don't care. I really stopped caring what people think about me a, a while ago. And yeah. it's the most freeing experience. Absolutely. So... So, yeah. One of the best experiences and one of the best feelings in the world when you stop giving a fuck what people think about you or say oh, about you. Oh, hell yeah. So like, free. You know what? Mm -hmm. It's crazy. You just, be, you become 
who you've always wanted to be. Absolutely. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Absolutely. I'm like, you just start being you and you just start really evolving to who you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Like shit comes out of you that you're just like, damn, I can do that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like you're good at, you're good at uh, graphic design. Oh shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. there's, and all of that, I owe it to that one decision that I made and it was, you know, it was either going to be the depression medication or hitting the gym hard, yeah. sweating the most that I've ever sweat. Mm-hmm. Like those, it's almost, it's almost uh, six years since that therapist told me that. And it still is like, that will forever be, cause I've worked out yeah. before, mm-hmm. but I think that's when I really changed. That's I- when I really decided like enough is enough. Uh-huh. It clicked for you. Yes, 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 yes. That was when it clicked. Yeah. And that's when I was like, the sky's the limit, Lore. What's next? Absolutely. And that's what I always tell people. I understand people, you know, we all have bad days and there's, we got all this shit going on in our lives uh, at work or at home or whatever it is. But uh, and they don't want to work out because they're not into it right now. I'm telling you, if you just go, just go in there. Put fucking whatever song you want on, whatever gets you fucking pumped up, and start lifting some weights. I promise you, you will not regret your decision. You will regret not going, but you would definitely yeah. not regret uh, going and, and working out. I agree. I agree. I agree. That's that's absolutely a, a game changer for anybody that, that that uses that as a tool for therapy. But uh, but I'm so happy that that you're in a place you know today um yeah and so let's talk about a little bit of uh, about your company uh okay. I, I say i i've seen uh your posts very inspirational uh i love the sh- uh, I, I love the shirts that you're you're putting out there um so tell me a, a little bit about it so what where, where did it come from and how'd you came up with the name <laughs> to be very honest with you mm-hmm. I don't even know. Yeah. Like, I don't even know. Cause I was like, I know he's going to ask me that. And I was like trying to think of like, how the hell did I come up with the name? Yeah. Like, I don't like literally, I will tell you this. I've always wanted to share my story. I told you this in the beginning. Yeah. I've always wanted to share my story. I've always wanted to, with the hopes to inspire, not just Latina women, but all women. Mm-hmm really anybody who catches my vision, who catches my story, who is inspired by what I've been through and not just what I've been through, but like my tenacity to not give up. Mm. Like I will not give up. I should have been on the streets based on the way that I grew up. And I didn't go into detail. I should have been, you know, an angry person, probably locked up in jail because I was so fucking angry and I hurt someone. Mm-hmm. I should have been, you know, there's all these things that could have, should have, would have been. And I chose to to use that because anger is energy. Absolutely. Anger is energy. That is energy that you are spending getting pissed off at someone. Mm-hmm. That is energy that you are spending wanting to beat ass because somebody called, looked at you the wrong way. 
Mm-hmm. Like be your own selves ass because you got issues. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So it's energy. So I decided like, I'm going to put that energy into something that I like, something that I love. And really, I can't sit here and say that, oh, I woke up one day and I was like, I'm going to do graphic design and I'm going to make these inspiring t-shirts. Like, mm-hmm. no, I know for a fact that I've always just wanted to tell my story. And I thought, well, what better way than on t-shirts? Yeah. I mean, then it just slowly became, I said, so in January when I decided, that, I, and trust me, there was a lot of people that told me that I shouldn't do this. I'm sure you were the closest people to you, Mm -hmm. the closest people to you. Mm -hmm. And we're not going to get into that because that is a subject (laughs) that you asked me and I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be straight up. I'm not going to go into that. But Uh what I will say is that al contrario, it lit a fire to my core to do it because that's when, don't tell me no, because that's when I'm going to go hard. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And and, and so back in December of last year, I decided I, I had the, I talked to my man about it and I was like, Hey, I want to do this. What do you think? And because he did print, he made you some shirts actually. He did. Yeah. You remember he made yes, you some shirts. He did. And so he wasn't, he, that wasn't necessarily branding, but he had all the equipment to like make large quantities for businesses like yourself, even like the business that I have now. Yeah, and I had just decided to leave the daycare. It was time. It took me a year to leave it. I did. It was such a freeing experience, just because it was time. I yeah. really lost myself in my daycare. I really mm-hmm. did. So we're in December, and I'm telling him, "Babe, why don't I bring out that equipment? I can make some T-shirts, but I won't like make T-shirts for people. I'll just put like some designs on them, and then I'll sell them just as a like a little side hustle." Yeah, and. And he was like, and I go, how do you feel about that? Because I know you shut it down and I want to respect how you would feel me using your equipment. He was like, heck no, if it's for the family, let's do it. Like go for it, Mm -hmm. you know? So we ended up doing that. And then um, I brought the equipment to the, to what was my daycare. And that was here in my shop. That was my, called my shop, my Lotus Threads headquarters <laughs> hey you gotta use those big words Ex- absolutely hey, so i love that you called it my company that that gave you the chill so thank you for that of I like course that. it is um, your company but it is my company it is your company yeah absolutely. so so i i decided because in december i was getting a lot of uh, adversity we'll just call it adversity okay so i ended up um January 1st on New Year's, I told my man, I said, March 11th, which is my birthday, mm-hmm. I am going to launch my business. I did not even, literally, it was March 11th. And I had a whole different name as my Instagram name. I don't even remember what it was. <laughs> and one girl, which I need to tell her, I haven't even told her that she's the reason. She, because I was debating on Lotus Threads. And I was debating on the other name that I don't even know. I know I wrote it down somewhere. I don't even know what the other name was going to be. Mm-hmm. And she DM'd me and she's like, hey, Lode, I noticed that you you changed your your name. I was trying to tag you because you're going to go live or you're going to go live tomorrow. And your website's going to go live tomorrow or later on this evening. But I can't find your Instagram anymore. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, um, it's this. She's a girl. I think you should stick to Lotus Threads. Like that is more to you. And I was like, okay. And then that was it. 
Wow. So that, is how that was it, huh? I came up with that name. It's crazy. Like, you just never know who is going to, you know, come and impact you. Because that was very big for me. Yeah, absolutely. And probably me. the other name didn't really mean much because you don't even remember it. I don't even fucking remember it. <laughs> so like, obviously I you really made. So, so obviously name. you made the right decision right here. And I'll tell you what, dude. Like I had six designs. Mm-hmm. There were sunflowers, and if I'm being very honest, I'm gonna keep it real because that's what we do. Um, I was going into this with the intention that I was gonna target because you know when you do a business like this, you gotta find a niche, niche. a target audience. Yes. A niche, you know, you gotta find who is gonna be the people that you're gonna reach and attract. And I was like, I'm gonna attract the stay-at-home rich ass white ladies mm-hmm. i'm keeping it real yeah so there i was with my sunflowers and my like mama bear designs and like all this not that there's anything wrong with that no. but i realized really quick i made a bunch of shirts i made a bunch of shirts like that mm. like i literally fucking made a bunch of shirts mm-hmm. two weeks before my launch date which was march 11th i said babe this does not feel right Mm. he's all what do you mean i'm all it's not it it's not it and i was all desesperada i'm like two weeks what the fuck i'm I'm like gonna get i'm gonna lose out on all these shirts yeah dude and rick was like so supportive and he's like well what is it that you want to do i'm like it needs to come from me it needs to be latina inspired designs Mm -hmm. that's what it needs to be yeah and he was like look i'm getting chilled he's like well go for it I still have the box of all those shirts, dude. You still have them? A hundred and a hundred and one shirts. Wow. That's I have crazy. given some away. Uh-huh. I have given some away. I have done like little giveaways with some. Um uh-huh. I I have sold some, but like at pop-ups that I've done and stuff like that. But mm. really the designs were that I was gonna drop were the Latina inspired designs. Mm. And I actually, not only did I F up because I had all those shirts that I went and purchased and made and literally are in a box still because it just wasn't the, it, it just didn't feel right. Um, I still had to screen print. And when you screen print, you make mistakes. Yeah. So there goes another hundred shirts that I fucked up. Yeah. Huh? Like I literally have a post on my Instagram with the uh, box laid out with the shirts. Like you have to mm. go check it out. Like it was literally <laughs> just pure mess ups. Um, mm. But it was, it wasn't about like the money. It's not about the money for me, David. Like yeah. it's about sending a message that she se puede. Mm-hmm. Anybody can do it, but I'm more speaking to my, my mujeres, my Latinas. Like it's for everyone. If you're a man and you catch the vision, you want to be a, you want to support the business. Hey, I'm here for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's for anybody who wants to catch my vision and really it just came down to the wire and law of attraction came into place. Like I'm going to get a hundred of everything, a hundred of everything. David, no lie. Like I'm going to sell out all, all I have to post my, my vision board. I keep saying I'm going to do it and I don't, but I'm going to post it and I printed it out and I have on there like a color scheme that I didn't even know what it was going to be. I mean, I, I said that by June of this month, I was going to have my, oh no. Yeah. By June, the end of June, I was going to have my thousand followers. I hit it the first week of June. Like 
It's not about followers. It's not about, it's about setting re- very, very realistic goals for yourself and working your ass off to get there. Absolutely. Being true to who you are. And that's exactly what my brand stands for. Being true to who you are. It's all about, you know, taking it one day at a time and believing in yourself all the time. Madrehood, Latina inspired. I mean, mujeres supporting mujeres. Like that's the biggest, biggest one. Um, it's, I don't know if you could tell, I'm very, very passionate about it. Like I, I get, I go off, dude. I go off like all the struggles that have led to it. Like literally yesterday I was struggling and here I am talking about it. Like it's the love of my life. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like it's crazy, mm-hmm. but really. And a lot of it has been personal development, working out, being good mentally, emotionally, because a lot comes with it. You do mm-hmm. have the haters. Absolutely. You got to be ready to handle that shit. Mm-hmm. You know, do you let it bother you? Do you let it affect you? Do you let it just roll off your shoulders? But if you're not having that mind right, that physical right, that, that heart right, there's no way that you could handle that. Absolutely. So, it's definitely, so and it's really de- it was. Yeah, and it's definitely going to be challenging for anybody that's trying to start up their own company and doing it by themselves. It's very stressful, very overwhelming dude. to get all this stuff done. Let me and- tell you. <laughs> le- hold on. Let me tell you. I went to go do my taxes for my daycare. Uh-huh. And the guy was like, I go, hey, I'm going to probably come back because I'm starting a new business. It's a clothing and apparel brand. He's like, oh, I would stick back to my day. I would stick back to your daycare because those companies don't go nowhere. Mm-hmm. You know what that fucking did to me, dude? I, I can already see it right now. You know what that did to me? <laughs> you're like looking at me, you're like, this you're like, uh-oh. <laughs> you know what that did to me? Yeah. It, oh my God, like, I love when people tell me no. Yeah. I love, tell me no. Mm-hmm. Tell me no. Rick will tell you. I don't know how many times he's trying to break up on my ass. <laughs> and I'm like, no. Uh-huh. <laughs> but... But yeah, I, I'm a person that when I have something and that I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. However, I'm going to do it Yeah. with good intentions. I'm going to have good morals about it. Values. You know, I'm not going to go be a cabrona either about it. No, like I'm not going to do that. Yeah. But, you're not doing it to prove people wrong. You're doing this shit for yourself. Who gives a fuck what people think and say, I it's don't all about care you. what people think. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm so humbled and grateful to say that every time I've dropped something, I've dropped a a, a design or every time I've gone on a live and sold or every time I've dropped a new, like a restock on my website, I can honest to God and humbly say that it has done very, very well. The first time that when I launched, I sold out of my stuff in a week. You know, I had a hundred shirts. I literally got a hundred poly mailers. I got a hundred shirts, a hundred of everything. That was my number. I wanted to do a hundred mm-hmm. and I did it. And you did it. And it, if it wasn't for just believing in myself and really just taking it that one day at a time mm-hmm. that sometimes you forget. Yeah. I cannot. I, and, and the, the fact that all these, these women are catching my vision and they're, they're supporting this vision that I have, and I'm very open about it. I don't know if you've noticed on my Instagram, but I'm, <laughs> I'm straight up about it. You yeah. know, I am, I'm just so grateful to them because if it wasn't for them, like there's no way 
I could keep growing Lotus Threads to what it is now. And I know that there's more coming with it. I don't, I really believe that it doesn't end with t-shirts. Yeah. I really, truly believe that. Mm-hmm. So um, that's why it was just like so important for me to come on here and be ready for this. Like, yeah. dude, you know, it's, it's incredible. It's crazy. I know I'm not this big ass corporation or company, but you know what? To me, mm-hmm. hell yeah, I am. From where I started to where I'm at, I'm, I'm just so grateful. I'm grateful. I'm humbled. I'm like, what's next? Bring it, you know? That's awesome. So, and that's, that's awesome. And then, yeah. and you know what? You should keep some of those shirts that you fucked up on because it's a reminder. Of oh, what, I love yeah. And because it, it's definitely a reminder where you came from. Like, I still have this shirt that you guys made for me. And that was just like, right when I, yeah, I still have it. It's in the gym. It's in the gym right there, displayed right there. Because to me, it's a reminder. Because to me, it's a reminder where I started. Because that was right there when I was just starting things up. I wanted t-shirts. I wanted something. And that was like the early stages of everything. So sometimes when I look at it, it's right there. Uh, as soon as you walk Dude, in, it's right that, there. That is so powerful. So you just seeing that is just a, a definite reminder of where I started and where I'm at today. And you should definitely do that because it's definitely a motivator just to see where you came from. You know what? Yeah, I think I'm gonna go to my storage and get one of those shirts and like hang it, hang it up to my sign that you see there. Yeah. And it's just a, fr- it's just I nice, because- nice little reminder to be like, oh shit, you know, where I'm at because today, now- where I'm started. Yeah, everything in between. Because even like now, like I have had to outsource my screen printing because I just, I couldn't keep up with the the demand, you know? That's great. And That's a great problem to have. Yeah. And you know what's crazy is that when I was looking for my screen printer, I had issues. I was like, fudge this. Like, mm-hmm. But nevertheless, we worked through it. Small local business. I'm all about support small businesses local mm. if we can you know yes we pay a little bit more but what you do by supporting a small business goes so beyond what you could even imagine mm-hmm. like it goes it goes so far it brings hope to us small business owners it brings encouragement like you buy a t-shirt from me girl like damn i'm yeah. you know that that saying like uh every time you buy from a small business owner they do a happy dance like i literally do a happy dance like i get so i'll be like yeah exactly right it's very exciting i just got an online order it's one shirt but it's all good but it's very (laughs) but it's very cool it's very cool to like think about so support small yeah exactly to to even (laughs) think about like like me i can even remember like the day where i was on my notepad and i was just drawing the logo of iron stance and just doing that and it's cool to see how it is now and i see people wearing the shit you know whether it's my clients whether it's my friends or anybody like they see it i see it right there on top of their chest and it's just a really cool feeling to to see this shit just it was it was i'm not a really good drawer at all and it was just a little drawing that i created (laughs) on my notebook and now i see people wearing the shit on their chest it's insane it's insane and it's very it's beautiful and yeah i'm always a a big supporter of local uh, businesses small businesses too super super empowering i went to a pop-up and like i saw a bunch of ladies rocking lotus threads yeah you know what that shit did to me 
I'm just I'm like, you can wear anything. Yeah. And you're wearing my stuff. Like my heart goes into all this very mm-hmm. simple, but straight to the point, powerful. Um, I can honestly say that even the screen printer was like, oh, you know, he's like, you're back again. You're back again. I'm like, yeah, dude, I told you. Yeah. He's like, I'll be honest with you, Lore. He's like, I'll be honest with you. You know, there's a lot of small businesses that these brands that they come and they order a hundred shirts and I don't see them ever again. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm really surprised to see you coming back and back and back. That's and awesome. I'm just like, I told you, dude, not, not to come off as like, like I'm conceited about it or like I'm bragging, but I am very proud of that. You know why David? Mm. Because I put in a lot of work. Exactly. Like, I work my ass off. Listen, I'm up till two, three in the morning. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'm up and then I wake up, turn around and wake up at five, six. Yeah. I'm in here. Yeah. And so. there's nothing wrong. Listen, there is nothing wrong. on patting yourself on the back and there's nothing wrong with tuning your own horn. Absolutely not. If you put in the hard work, the yeah. dedication, the blood, sweat and tears, uh, the sleepless nights, if you put it in that work, shit, absolutely. If you see your company, oh, yeah. uh, you know, blowing up and being as, as um, successful as it is right now, absolutely. I have no problem. You, and I don't see know, that as as being well, cocky or being, you know, a dick or, or anything like that. that remember, that's what you have to remember. It's like, hey, I fucking put in the hard work for yeah, this shit. Yeah. So I, you deserve I, I it for sure. I struggle with that a little bit. I do struggle with that a little bit just because I I was actually just talking to my friend about it. Like I I do struggle with that part right now because Mm -hmm. I just don't ever want to come off as presumida or like conceited or like, Oh, you know, Lore. it's actually funny because the first time that I sold out, I thought I was all bad. I did. I thought I was all bad. And I, I found myself being like, Oh, you know, yeah, I sold out not outwardly but inwardly like to myself and i told rick i go i'll be back and he's like where are you going and i go i just need to go do something and you know what i did david Mm. i went to the house that i grew up in in high school and i went which was a very rundown house that i don't even know how the hell eight of us lived it Mm. lived in it run down falling apart fucking just the shower was a mess like I don't even know how we showered half the time. Like my sister had pitched up a tent in the back to live back there. Mm-hmm. Like we're young, we're in high school. Yeah. Just trashy house, but that's what my mom could afford. And Hey, that's where we were at. But I went and I drove there and I sat there in my car and I just cried. And I told myself, don't you ever fucking forget where you came from. Mm-hmm. Don't you ever forget where you came from? Like look back, Lore, because you ain't shit right now, girl. Like, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. I had to do that to myself to remind myself that don't forget where you come from because Mm -hmm. David, you know, damn well that people get real big and then they start forgetting where they come from. Exactly. They make money. They start making that money. Money makes you honey. I mean, no money makes you funny. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I could, (laughs) it could, Uh But you know what I mean, right? Like yeah, money absolutely. makes people funny. And I just never, ever want to be that, ever. Because Lotus Threads, I'm telling you, it is going to be something big. It is. Absolutely. It is. I'm telling you right fucking now. Like, I'm claiming it. I'm throwing it out there. It's going to be oh, something shit. that's going to be so... <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah. Hey, 
Hey, this podcast going to be worth some money, David. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I expect I expect my commission. Hard work. I expect my commission check I... in the mail. <laughs> but uh, I mean, it, but really, but, it's uh, you have to believe in yourself. Nobody else can as much as you. Absolutely. And you know what? Get your mind right. Get your body right. Stay healthy because really like you cannot do anything even if it's not a business being a dad being a mom like you cannot do anything having a job that's very demanding of you without you being good with you first absolutely. am i am i you know absolutely you're absolutely right like i always tell people yeah. it's like i always tell people it's like you can be having all this stuff and successful and and everything but fuck I mean, are you going to be able to enjoy it? Are you going to be able to enjoy the fruits of your labor if you're always sick and you're always tired or you're always moody, yeah. angry, uh, don't want to get out of bed, all of these other stuff? Like, for what then? Like, the, the I forgot, I was reading this thing that the, the suicide rate is very high in, in millionaires or entrepreneurs. Oh. Because they're just always overworking and they're never taking a break for themselves or they don't work out or any of that stuff. They're very unhappy people to where they, you know, they just, you know, call it off. But uh, I mean, it's, it's beautiful, honestly, beautiful to see, to see where you came from and where you are at today from talking to you for almost an hour and a half and seeing, oh <laughs> and seeing, oh <laughs> and seeing, and hearing the passion that you have for, yeah. for, for what you you uh, believe in. I mean, it's incredible yeah. to see, and it's beautiful to see. And I enjoyed you coming on, and I cannot yeah, wait to see where your company is going to go next. I'm super pumped yes. and super excited. And you're always got yeah. a supporter in me. Uh, hey, to, I appreciate it. And absolutely. Uh, but I want to thank you so much for coming on. I hey, really no, do appreciate it. You. I enjoyed this. Um, is there anything that you want to uh, promote? Put it out there. Put your shit out there. Just, um, yeah. Oh, I don't got to tell me twice. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but first of all, yeah. No, thank you so much for having me on. And so quickly, I was like, whoa, okay, let's do it. Like, I'm down. You know, I'm ready yeah. to go. But um, honestly, um, if you have Instagram, I'm big, big, big on Instagram, like as far as actively on there. Um, I'm really active on social, on the Instagram. I just started this company about four months ago. It's very new. Um, I, on, it's a shop Lotus Threads CO um, on Instagram. And really, I do have a Facebook, but I'm not a big fan of the Facebook. Mm -hmm. So I do have, I do have there, but. Um, I do live se live selling. We have so much fun on there. Like it's so much fun. Um, I have a website that you can order your Latina inspired designs from. They all have true meaning to it. Um, but really that's, that's all I want to promote. Like, Hey, you want to support a Latina in business? Come on, follow me. And if I'm not for you, it's okay. Yeah. And what's I'm the, not for everyone. And what's the name of the website? Oh, it's uh, W. It's actually right here. Oh, there you go. www.lotusthreadsco.com. So lotusthreadscompany.com. Mm -hmm. But um, I'm big, 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 actively on social on the 
Instagram. Instagram. That's my big one right there. I love Instagram and mm -hmm. the platform that it's allowed. I think if you really utilize that platform, you can go far. Absolutely. And, if you're, and very nice pictures you know, too. So, very, very nice. Huh? <laughs> I said very, very nice pictures too. Very aesthetically oh. pleasing. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. My man, that's a shout out to my man. Um, he does the, he, he stopped doing photography for a while, but yeah. I was like, come on, babe, like take these pictures for me, please. Mm -hmm. You know, but we fight a lot when we work together. Well, of course. That's like everybody. Do you want to break up? That's like everybody. <laughs> like, do you want to break up or what? <laughs> I'm like, well, just do it real quick. Uh, but, you know, I, I do want, maybe not promote, but I do want to give a big, big shout out to my man because he really, he has been my legit number one supporter absolutely. since I decided to leave my daycare of five years, since I decided to do a lot of threads, all the fucking moving shit around to get it exactly like I want it. Um, he really backs me up. Mm. Like, and I think that this is a Latina owned business, but I need people to know and understand and hear this, that my man backs me up and without him, I can't be Lotus Threads. Like he truly does. And we forget as like Latina owned businesses or even like women in business, we forget that our man, our men, our husbands, our partners are in the background when you're going live, taking care of the kids. They're in the background. Like Rick will literally feed my ass. Like you need to eat, babe. Yeah. Like you need to eat, mm -hmm. you know? So I just wanted to give a quick shout out to my man. Shout Rick. out to all the good men out there. Shout out. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So let's really support their, their mujeres in business because we forget. Uh, we forget. We forget. And sometimes I'm actually going to do. be doing a live, live interview of him on my page soon. So I'm really excited about that. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Hey, um, hey, and, and thank you for having me, David. I yes, appreciate you so I much really... your time. You just had your baby. Yeah. So, <laughs> hey, no, and thank I you so much that. for coming out. And I'm going to put all that, uh, all your promotion on the Instagram, the website, on the show notes. So hey, people can go I ahead and, so and, and, and check it out and support, uh, and support you. All right. Okay. Thank, thank you, so, you much. so much. I How really do you? appreciate it. And we'll talk to you guys okay. next week. Thank you, David. Peace. We'll